Lori Prox here with William Walker, Petty Officer for the U.S. Coast Guard. Thanks for joining us. And this time of year, a lot of snowfalls and it doesn't just fall on the streets. We've talked a lot about how to remove snow from the streets with different visitors on our show, but on boats. And yes. then sometimes, well, they sink. So yes. uh, obviously the Coast Guard has boats, but you also have to do some rescues when boats sink. So tell us about your job and, and what happens and probably more importantly, tell us how to make sure it doesn't happen. Yes, ma'am. So as you said, I'm Petty Officer Walker. Call me, ma'am? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm Petty Officer Walker uh, with the Coast Guard here in Valdez. Uh, mainly what we're looking for with boats is we get heavy snowfall here, so making sure you're clearing that snow off with shovels. Anyway, you got to do it. Um, Amazing astound us. This last snowfall, what happened? What um, what did people not do? What happened? Did we have yeah. any problems? So I believe we only had one boat actually sink recently with a uh, couple feet we got. Um, was pretty good for our uh, point of view. Usually with this much snow, we get at least a couple more. Um, checking and Mo, those. didn't we talk about this last year? There were like 10... Boats that yeah. sank last year. Yes, a year a before. A record number. Yes, a record number. And it was just terrible. And so this year is going a little bit better. That That's was just great. Mo Radatich from the Department of Environmental Conservation. Mm -hmm. And so she's the one who gets to deal with the boat after it's go down and uh, what happens. So we'll talk more about that. But just one boat sank and tell us what the reasons were and then what happens when that, you know, let's talk about that actual boat and then what what transpired? Yeah, so when your boat starts to sink, um, you got to call the NRC, the National Response Center, at 1-800-424-8802. And we'll put this on kvakradio.com on our podcast page and in our e-news. So if it's a number you think you might want to have handy or just, I guess, put it in your phone, right? Yeah, that'd be a great idea. Just in case something happens for any actual or a potential uh, pollution incident, you need to call that number. Um, and then if that happens, the Coast Guard and uh, DEC will arrive to help mitigate, talk you through what needs to be done, um, and any kind of uh, remediation efforts to clear the pollution out of the water and hopefully get your boat out of the water. And as I well. think when people's boats are thinking, they're not thinking, oh, am, you know, what are the repercussions of pollution? And let's call an uh, agency because that sounds like I'm going to get in trouble. But there are actually things that those agencies do do to assist so maybe you want to jump in here mo you know what why is it that they should call dec sooner than later because it can actually save some money i think too right yes it's really important to work uh, collaboratively with the coast guard and dec and we can lead you in the right direction and maybe have some resources to to who can help you as well as the the valdez harbor let them know right away too because they also have resources that can help you get going because we're all on the same page as we want that pollution out of the water so we have different things that we can do to help and to boom the area and contain the pollution and that that's our very first priority and then we worry about any other things later and if if you're cooperating and working together with us then it just makes everything go faster and better and i would just think what a loss if your boat sinks right you've got a lot of problems there to, it's to recover the boat and deal with but then what are the additional expenses in terms of you know you're mentioning you know most people probably have no idea that they're responsible for the pollution, right, that they put in the water, and it's going to cost money. So can you give us some 
estimates or ideas of what, well, what it, that's like? It really depends on a lot of different situations and how much fuel you have on board. And that's another thing to be aware, like how much fuel you have on your boat at all times so that if it sinks, we have an idea of what that possible problem is going to be. If it so is it sink. a good idea to not have as much fuel on your boat in the winters? I mean, just for the weight factor? I would say uh, do whatever you need to do with your boat. Uh, I don't know what type of boat it is, and it just depends, uh, as Mo said, what type of boat you have and what you're doing on your boat. Some people live on them in the winter, Yeah, exactly. So So you might need to check your power supply as well. Mm -hmm. Make sure that's a And with this recent storm, I mean, when this ship was going down, what were the conditions? Because it was raining and awful. You know, we had one nice nice day there last week. One of the problems actually we run into is with the heavy snowfall and then rain now is your scuppers freeze over we really need you to try to make sure those are clear because that'll help clear out any kind of rain or snow that might uh just tip the boat over on one side for folks who are not mariners what is a scupper scupper, it's the little hole on the side of the deck it's above the water line but it'll help all that rain or water snow just kind of flush out to the side all right and so a lot of times that just gets you know frozen over yeah stuck there and so even if you Take a gander, you know, over the side and you see my boat looks pretty good. That's that, Check it, you may walk not it, know you know, that. make sure all those little holes, everything that any water snow can drain out of is actually open. All right. And so 10 boats sank last year. And then what happens with a boat? You know, what is the process? What happens with a boat? What is the, where does the Coast Guard's involvement? Yeah, the Coast Guard's going to come out, uh, make sure that one, you are doing things safely, make sure everyone's all right, making sure um, safety's one of our number one priorities out there. Um, then we'll move on to making sure pollution's being taken care of. The Coast Guard, we will make sure that the person responsible who's the owner of the boat is emptying the fuel, either talking to uh, DC or us about uh, different people to contact to help them out. Um, but ultimately, it is the owner's responsibility to get that boat and the pollution uh, taken care of. And what are the main reasons people's boats sink? I mean, you mentioned, I mean, just heavy, wet snow, but yeah. what, what are other contributing factors? The year that 10 boats sank, one of the main features was those scuppers just filling up and not being able to drain properly. And then you get boats leading to one side and then slowly water coming in from that side. And then if your bilge pump just maybe ran out of fuel or isn't working for some reason, that's when the boats start to sink. Any tips for checking a boat? Because I know there are a lot of people who need to check their boats, but also a lot of people who might have to hire someone to yeah. go and, and walk the boat or that do, you know, do what happened, they yeah. do. So what if you had a boat in Valdez, what should be you be mindful of? You can't just say, oh, shovel it every 10 days because you could have a lot of snow in 10 days. So how do you, how do you decide when and so what to do? From my point of view personally, I would say check it every couple hours. If you know we're getting a lot of snow, go out there, have one of your friends if you're not in town. Like I go out of town sometimes. I can get my buddy that lives next door. Go out there, walk it, shovel it a little. I know there's people that hire. You can hire to shovel your boats as well. Um, and... Yeah, just keep checking it. Make sure if those heavy snowfalls happen, you're checking it hourly or daily. And Mo, you mentioned the harbor staff is helpful. They they are pretty helpful and they're pretty knowledgeable and know a lot of people, right? So yeah. I mean, they're not going to do your shoveling for no, you. No, they they can't they can't do that. But they do keep an eye on things, and they that's I know that they have an emergency number to to contact people. But it's really the person's responsibility. So if people forget all these numbers or don't put them in their phone, right? The harbor staff is a great resource mm-hmm. to. 
to figure things out. And they do, you know, they're not, their offices hours are not 24 hours a day, yeah. but. And it happens fast when you're, if your boat starts to sink, it happens surprisingly fast. Like it can take just even an hour. So you, you need to, it's a good idea to just check every. So do you have a chance if somebody calls and says, I think you're, you know, yes. your boat is sinking from that. What what happens in that one hour, Mo, if you're going to save your boat? If it starts leaning, then you get that, you get your boat shoveled. And also maybe there's something electronic or a fuse blue or something that is, is leading to this uh, loss of, of standing being upright so um it's really important to check it frequently all right in the minute somebody says your boat looks like it's leaning get there get now. out there, get there. <laughs> try, get there, there try and it really is get there before that you know is it how much how what percentage of the time is it just that easy that you need to shovel uh, what percentage of time should you shovel or no is is it oh, of a boat sinking you can save it um no, not that you can save it, but what percentage of boats sink because of the heavy snow? Oh, yeah. I'd say mostly 100% out here. Snow's going to weigh that boat down. Yeah. Um, and then with that heavy snow, that's going to make your boat lean. And that's when other problems that might not be apparent become apparent. And then your boat starts sinking. All right. And then I don't even know what happens after a boat sinks. What are the, I guess that's not your guys' department, but um, what, what, there's a lot of expenditure to get it. There really is. And there isn't any local salvage company. And so typically the, our salvage company comes from Cordova. So that's going to take some time and money. So it's, it's pretty expensive to get a team is a, a diving team that they bring you know to, to raise get that boat raised up so you that ends up being a big expense it's also required for everybody to have insurance and that is a good reason why because that's going to be a good forty thousand dollars to. i would to like to jump in here and agree with mo having your insurance uh the right insurance having it on your boat is the priority i would think mm -hmm. for a lot of people mm -hmm. out here just because if something does happen, we have big storms come through, that insurance makes everything so much smoother, so much easier. No, I know you it. can't, all insurance is different. Every situation is different. Mm -hmm. But there are they, is insurance helping with the cost if a boat sinks or are they covering, you know? There, you ask what you want to make sure that you have the insurance to cover that. Like check your insurance because if they say, oh no, we don't cover snowstorms you know how you know make sure that you have so, so that is a thing to look for because yeah. that is a natural occurrence and a mm -hmm. lot of times insurance doesn't pay for right just like with your car naturally. and you think oh and there and oh we don't cover that so make sure you're covered for sinking for weather conditions for whatever it is you need so so yeah if people are looking for boat insurance uh what a storm insurance or you know so make sure it's it's uh that's not a Oh, sorry, not that thing. Yeah. Or in a boat sinking, you can't insure a boat. That it goes under. And that's the the big thing is that our requirement, federal and state requirement, is that you pollution is against the law. So they need to be sure and cover that. Because typically it's you want to get that boat out of the water because something's wrong with it. So sometimes they're they're still tied to the dock. They're not on the on the bottom of the water. So if you that's where a diving team would get that raised up and then you you want to get that out of the water all right that does not sound like fun any of this sounds like not a lot and of, of course fun. the weather's not really great at the time right because yeah. that's why the problem 
got created in the first place because All of right. the stormy weather. So, so the word of the day, people, scuppers uh, <laughs> on your boat, the little holes at the bottom of the deck. And there's more than one. There's several usually on a boat. So yes, make sure you hit all of those. And, uh, and the weight, the weight of the snow is heavy. Yeah. The boats, a lot of boats aren't made for Valdez snow. And and we, because we're the snow capital, right? We, we're proud of our snow. But you want to get that off your boat. All right. And uh, all right. Well, thanks a lot for coming in. And Mo, you have some pictures of boats indeed sinking. So we'll put those uh, on kvakradio.com it'll be um alongside the podcast and or in kvak's email newspaper so if you don't get that sign up and get to see pictures of boats sinking and hopefully these are these are previous so we don't want any new photos prevention prevention is the key of boat sinking so uh now you now you know what to do get out there and uh do it and uh especially after the snow flies keep track of that stuff people and uh, thanks for joining us, and thanks for what you guys do to help people with their with their boats. Thanks for Thank having you. us. Thank you.